Riddles in the Dark Hi there this is Bhavna and I'm going to read aloud some of my most favorite parts of this chapter from the Hobbit So let's begin Very well said Bilbo who was anxious to agree until he found out more about the creature whether he was quite alone whether he was fierce or hungry and whether he was a friend of the goblins you ask first he said because he had not had time to think of a riddle so gollum hissed what has roots as nobody sees is taller than trees up up it goes and yet never grows easy said bilbo mountain i suppose does it guess easy it must have a competition with us my precious if precious asks and it doesn't answer we eat it my precious if it asks us and we doesn't answer then we does what it wants eh we shows it the way out yes all right said bilbo not daring to disagree and nearly bursting his brain to think of riddles that would save him from being eaten 30 white horses on a red hill first they champ then they stamp then they stand still that was all he could think of to ask the idea of eating was rather on his mind it was rather an old one too and gollum knew the answer as well as you do chestnuts chestnuts he hissed teeth teeth my precious but we have only six then he asked his second voiceless it cries wingless flutters toothless bites mouthless mutters half a moment cried bilbo who was still thinking uncomfortably about eating fortunately he had once heard something rather like this before and getting his wits back he thought of the answer wind wind of course he said and he was so pleased that he made up one on the spot this will puzzle the nasty little underground creature he thought an eye in a blue face saw an eye in a green face that eye is like to this eye said the first eye but in low place not in high place said gollum he had been underground for a long time and was forgetting this sort of thing but just as bilbo was beginning to hope that the wretch would not be able to answer gollum brought up memories of ages and ages and ages before when he lived with his grandmother in a hole in a bank by a river my precious he said sun and the daisies it means it does but these ordinary above ground everyday sort of riddles were tiring for him also they reminded him of days when he had been less lonely and sneaky and nasty and that put him out of temper what is more they made him hungry so this time he tried something a bit more difficult and more unpleasant it cannot be seen cannot be felt cannot be heard cannot be smelt it lies behind stars and under hills and empty holes it fills it comes first and follows after ends life kills laughter unfortunately for gollum bilbo had heard that sort of thing before and the answer was all around him anyway dark he said without even scratching his head or putting on his thinking cap a box without hinges key or lid yet golden treasure inside it hid he asked to gain time 
until he could think of a really hard one. This he thought a dreadfully easy chestnut, though he had not asked it in the usual words. But it proved a nasty poser for Gollum. He hissed to himself and still he did not answer. He whispered and spluttered. After some while, Bilbo became impatient. Well, what is it? he said. The answer's not a kettle boiling over, as you seem to think from the noise you are making. Give us a chance. Let it give us a chance, my precious. Well, said Bilbo after giving him a long chance. What about your guess? But suddenly Gollum remembered thieving from nests long ago and sitting under the river bank teaching his grandmother teaching his grandmother to suck. Exes, he hissed. Exes it is. Then he asked, Alive without breath, as cold as death, never thirsty, ever drinking, all in mail, never clinking. He also in his turn thought this was a dreadfully easy one because he was always thinking of the answer. But he could not remember anything better at the moment. He was so flustered by the egg question. All the same, it was a poser for poor Bilbo, who never had anything to do with the water if he could help it. I imagine you know the answer, of course, or can guess it as easy as winking, since you are sitting comfortably at home and have not the danger of being eaten to disturb your thinking. Bilbo sat and cleared his throat once or twice, but no answer came. After a while, Gollum began to hiss with pleasure to himself. Is it nice, my precious? Is it juicy? Is it scrumptiously crunchable? He began to peer at Bilbo out of the darkness. Half a moment, said the hobbit shivering. I gave you a good long chance just now. It must make haste, haste, said Gollum, beginning to climb out of his boat onto the shore to get at Bilbo. But when he put his long webby foot in the water, a fish jumped out in a fright and fell on Bilbo's toes. Ugh, he said, it is cold and clammy. And so he guessed, fish, fish, he cried, it is fish. Gollum was dreadfully disappointed, but Bilbo asked another riddle as quick as ever he could, so that Gollum had to get back into his boat and think. No legs lay on one leg, two legs sat near on three legs, four legs got some. It was not really the right time for this riddle. But Bilbo was in a hurry. Gollum might have had some trouble guessing it if he had asked it at another time. As it was talking of fish, no legs was not so very difficult. And after that, the rest was easy. Fish on a little table, man at a table sitting on a stool, the cat has the bones. That, of course, is the answer and Gollum soon gave it. Then he thought the time had come to ask something hard and horrible. This was what he said. This thing all things devours, birds, beasts, trees, flowers, gnaws iron, bites steel, grinds hard stones to meal, slays king, ruins town, and beats high mountain down. Poor Bilbo sat in the dark, thinking of all the horrible names of all the giants and ogres he had ever heard told of in tales, but not one of them had done all these things. He had a feeling that the answer was quite different and that he ought to know it, but he could not think of it. He began to get frightened, and that is bad for thinking. Gollum began to get out of his boat. 
He flapped into the water and paddled into the bank. Bilbo could see his eyes coming towards him. His tongue seemed to stick in his mouth. He wanted to shout out, Give me more time! Give me time! But all that came out with a sudden squeal was, Time! Time! Bilbo was saved by pure luck, for that, of course, was the answer. Gollum was disappointed once more, and now he was getting angry and also tired of the game. It had made him very hungry indeed. This time he did not go back to the boat. He sat down in the dark by Bilbo. That made the hobbit most dreadly uncomfortable and scattered his wits. It's got to ask us a question, my precious. Yes, yes, yes. Just one more question to guess. Yes, yes, said Gollum. But Bilbo simply could not think of any question with that nasty wet cold thing sitting next to him and pawning and poking him. He scratched himself, he pinched himself. Still he could not think of anything. Ask us, ask us, said Gollum. Bilbo pinched himself and slapped himself. He gripped on his little sword. He even felt in his pocket with his other hand. There he found the ring he had picked up in the passage and forgotten about. What have I got in my pocket? He said aloud. He was talking to himself, but Gollum thought it was a riddle and he was frightfully upset. Not fair, not fair, he hissed. It isn't fair, my precious, is it, to ask us what it's got in its nasty little pockets is? Bilbo, seeing what had happened and having nothing better to ask, stuck to his question. What have I got in my pocket? He said louder. Sss, hissed Gollum. It must give us three guesses, my precious, three guesses. Very well, guess away, said Bilbo. Hanses, said Gollum. Wrong, said Bilbo, who had luckily just taken his hand out. Guess again. Sss, said Gollum, more upset than ever. He thought of all the things he kept in his own pockets. Fish bones, goblin's teeth, wet shells, a bit of bat wing, a sharp stone to sharpen his fangs on, and other nasty things. He tried to think what other people kept in their pockets. Knife, he said at last. Wrong, said Bilbo, who had lost his some time ago. Last guess. Now Gollum was in a much worse state than when Bilbo had asked him the egg question. He hissed and spluttered and rocked himself backwards and forwards and slapped his feet on the floor, and wriggled and squirmed, but still he did not dare to waste his last guess. Come on, said Bilbo, I am waiting. He tried to sound bold and cheerful, but he did not feel at all sure how the game was going to end, whether Gollum guessed right or not. Time's up, he said. String or nothing, shrieked Gollum, which was not quite fair working in two guesses at once. Both wrong cried Bilbo very much relieved, and he jumped at once to his feet, put his back to the nearest wall, and held out his little sword. He knew, of course, that the riddle game was sacred and of immense antiquity, and even wicked creatures were afraid to cheat when they played at it. But he felt he could not trust this slimy thing to keep any promise at a pinch. Any excuse would do for him to slide out of it. And after all that, last question had not been a genuine riddle according to the ancient laws. Here ends the riddle exchange between Bilbo and Gollum. 
hope you would have enjoyed it stay tuned for more